Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Chief, thank you very much. Thanks for your analysis. Thanks for joining us. So how many miles away from uh, Big Band, Philadelphia, where we are, is Marple? So as the crow flies, it's about six miles, so you're correct. Okay. Broomall is the post office. Marple Township encompasses several post offices, Broomall Media, Springfield, Newtown Square. So um, you put up the mug shots, and I have to – and what's the uh, population approximately of Marple, Chief? About 24,000. Okay. All right, so fair size, but still this seems to be uh, – because we know, as good as you might be, these are only the people caught for retail theft, uh, not the numbers that may be uh, doing it. And again, in addition to Philadelphia, you have some people on the blotter here from Ecuador, I believe. Yes, yeah, they were illegal aliens as well, uh, so, which is part of our – we're seeing an increase in crimes of – of that nature as well. So you know, uh, Chief, in Philadelphia and uh, where I am, what we do, trying to push back with Krasner, because this bleeds over into the suburbs also. Um, Give us your rationale. Some places say, look, we're not going to expand all these police resources. You have one theft in here of only $110, another of $127. Why is it important to put the full court press on things like this? Because when you don't, you embolden the criminal element, and maybe even people who are on the fence. If you don't, if you don't hold people accountable, if you don't arrest them, get them through the system, uh, you're just—it's just going to spread like a virus. And we, and I say we, I, I'm talking about Marple, my bosses, the board of commissioners. And it goes all the way up to our district attorney, Jack Stolsteimer, who is a big supporter of of the police of the communities like we are <laughs> so if you don't get a handle on it early it's gonna it'll spiral out of control real quick and we're seeing that every day in cities all across this great nation well absolutely and uh again you talk uh, probably do we're very friendly with mcveigh and uh pat malloy over in abington ben salem frequently on here you're the first one in delaware county my hope is that that puts Marple on the map of uh, criminals saying, hey, we're not going to go over to Marple. And then these other towns have to be equally speaking out, Chief. Yeah, and we do. You know, it's closed. You know, it's it's closed circles. You know, we, we, we talk about it. We, we come up, try to come up with solutions, you know, collectively. Uh, but, you know, my take is, and I know I speak for other chiefs, too, it's the communities that we serve – and where we work, they they deserve better. Uh, we deserve better, and we're not we're citizens ourselves. We're, we're police officers and police chiefs, but we're citizens too. So we live it every day, just like everybody else. And our frustrations as to what what we see is allowed and tolerated in other communities, you know, makes makes me sick, and I know it makes others sick. Yeah, exactly right, though. But. Uh, to be bold enough to point where it inevitably points, and maybe you wouldn't be, but uh, even with candidates I've interviewed who are pretty tough usually, they don't point the fingers at the DA here. They try to make this like something that we don't know what the cause is. Why would these people be heading to Marple all of a sudden? I think you're right that in places like Philadelphia, et cetera, they really have cracked down. You can't get a a pencil without someone having to have a lock and key. 
Yeah, and I'm not afraid to point fingers where the facts lead me, and it is a problem with lax prosecution. Uh, the, the, the police department in Philadelphia, I know, do, does what they can, but when you handcuff them or you don't even call them when someone steals $899, there's nothing they can do. Uh, the blame is at the feet of the prosecution in this case. And so, I, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to ask, so is it literally no tolerance on this? Uh, I mean, that's what they've told us over in Ben Salem. You're not setting a limit saying you're really bothering me as a cop. They stole 20 bucks or something. No, absolutely not. No, we, we, as I said in my letter, we have, I'm very proud of the partnership this police department and our officers and detectives have on, on the grassroots level with the businesses, big and small, in our town, from the, the, you know, the big chain stores to the mom and pops. Uh, we depend on them as much as they depend on us. And when they get that message, they're not afraid to call. They're, they're not going to watch somebody walk out their door with $500 in goods and say, you know what, I'm not even going to bother the, the cops. Uh, that's, that doesn't go on here. Uh, there is no bother because law and order is, you know, it just it, it lies at the, the core of our fabric in society. Without that, Everything else, you know, goes to goes to pot. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> well, I, I share your reaction. You have to deal with it. So what's the reaction to this uh, open letter? It's addressed to township residents and business owners. But look, uh, Delco Times picked it up so everybody sees it. I hope more people uh, stand with this and write. What reaction are you getting? Uh, it, it's been pretty quick uh, just today, really. I mean, we posted this, I think it was Thursday or Friday, perhaps. And yeah, it, it, it didn't seem to get much traction. But as I, I, you know, I wanted it out there for our residents and our business owners, just so they know, you know, where we stand. I don't think there's any secret, you know, if you're from from Marple Township that you know where where I stand or where this police department stands on on law and order but I just thought it was important to get it out there and just inform people because you know I I do things all over town and you know people talk it's it's at the top of their list of concerns and and I just felt compelled to 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 just reinforce for 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 my community what we are doing on a daily basis I'm glad you said that because that's my sense here in Philadelphia. Uh, People, you know, probably in Marple, thank God you're not going to see the homicide rate or something like that we have. But people sense that something is coming to their community that they don't like. And they know if not stopped at this point, it's not going to go away magically. It will just increase. Well, no, it won't. And exactly like you said earlier in your program, uh, you know, you got to fight it. You can't fence it in. And you're 100 percent right. You know, you can't try to isolate it and blame, you know, District Attorney Krasner, lax enforcement policies. You can't do that. You, your hands, we're hands on. We're on the ground and we have to do it. And we do it as a team, truly, you know, with our, our partners in loss prevention in the stores employees who see somebody stealing something, they know they're not afraid to call us. Uh, If I could just take for a moment, Don, anecdotally, just go back to something you had said earlier about Marple being on the map for criminals to, you know, kind of hopefully wave the white flag and say it's not worth it. It's, It's not worth it here 
or in Delaware County in general. But I, anecdotally, we, some of our officers, last year we had a record number of gun seizures uh, from really just from vehicle stops, proactive police work from our, from our officers. We had, I think it was 19 guns taken out of cars that, by the grace of God, weren't used in the commission of any crime. They were just proactive police work, car stops. And a lot of them were for vehicle stops that you police officers in Philadelphia wouldn't even be allowed to do. You know, headlight out, no turn signal, uh, tinted windows, something like that. And we we get these guns, and inevitably you'll get well, you'll get maybe some other drugs or drug paraphernalia out of the car. And and this goes for drugs and guns as well as thefts. The some of these these criminals are express true shock and disbelief when the handcuffs go on them and the officer explains you're going to go get arraigned and see the judge. They can't believe it. And the words, and I'm paraphrasing, but oftentimes is, well, it's only a little bit of weed or it's only a, it's only a, a gun. I didn't even use it, oh but it's goodness. illegally possessed. They can't believe it. Right. You know, it, the same thing goes with the thefts. But it's only four hundred dollars. What do you mean I'm going to jail for this? You, I, I can't be. It doesn't happen in the city. <laughs> That's the no, no headline. Doesn't. That is exactly yeah. the headline. And uh, are you experiencing not just the headlight stuff, but my producer Dan sees? I live in the city too. I see it. The number of cars driving around, sometimes without a license plate, or these paper tags that are from God knows where, so that are obviously bogus. You mentioned. Um, uh, I'm glad you mentioned it. Dan is looking at me, uh, Chief, because I have a thing. The tinted windows, no good comes with this stuff. I'm always suspect. I see you with massive tinted windows. I got to know the reason why. I know they're probably illegal. I know there are regulations on the amount of tinting. Yeah, there are. And, and, and believe me, it's been a few years since I've been on the street. And there's we have a lot of good men and women here that know a lot more than I do about it. But anything after market is is illegal. And it is still a, a primary offense as an equipment violation in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. You know, when you get into Philadelphia, they make, you know, kind of essentially make their own laws or repeal their own laws and handcuffs the police. Well, not, not only that, you know, I, I've been on ride-alongs. I hate to come up on a ride-along as a cop, which is always tense in the pit of your stomach. You don't know what's happening. And if I can't see in the windows clearly, my God. Oh, it's it's dangerous. It's, it's incredibly dangerous, and for not just for the officer, but frankly, for the, the people inside the car. If you're ever inside a car with dark tint, it's difficult to see at night. I mean, just from a public safety standpoint, forget a lot of the things that you may find, you know, it, you know, with that driver or the occupants or what they have in the car. Just the tint alone is a public safety problem. So the 19 that you referenced, you must be referencing it because historically, maybe back a few years ago when you were chief, it wouldn't be anywhere near that in a place like Marple, I would think. No. No, uh, so I I, be, I became chief in 2020, and uh, before before that, and I'm not taking any credit. This is all the men and women on the street, right. you know, when we're when everybody's asleep. Uh, but before that, uh, we had uh, let me see here. I think it was we only had our, our highest year 
prior to 2022 in gun seizures was uh, 2021, which was three. And then before that, we had two in 2020, one in 2019, and I can't even find anything before that. There you go. Yeah, my God. How many this year was it? 19. Night last year, 2022, we had 19. Our officers wow. took 19 guns, and they were either stolen guns, uh, illegally uh, possessed, which means it was a, fe- uh, a convicted felon driving the car in possession of the gun, uh, or uh, I don't think it was any ghost guns, but they were illegally possessed or uh, stolen handguns. Yeah, and uh, the headline, if I tell my colleagues over there at the Delco Times, ought to be these criminals saying, what do you mean? I only have one gun. It's not that big of a gun. I didn't shoot anybody with it, but it's illegal. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, not, 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 not the way they see it. They, I'm truly shocked and disbelief uh, in, in some of them. And uh, you, 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 I can't believe it. You know, I've been in this business twenty over 26 years, and it, 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 it you know, you pull your hair out. You have to laugh, or else you pull your hair out. You know, with some of these things. Exactly. But, uh, my producer had a question, Dan. Do, do you have historical stats on a retail theft as well? Because I'm curious to see how much that spiked. And, and follow up question on that: uh, You have the Philadelphians that have been committing these crimes. Have you seen a spike in Marple residents as well? Uh, because they see a you know a lack of accountability coming out of Philadelphia, or is this just genuinely straight up Philadelphia residents doing all these crimes? Uh, I, what I can tell you, you know, again, and Dom touched on it earlier, these are the people that are being caught, and virtually 100% of them are, are, are identified by store loss prevention officers or store employees, you know, of course, who have no idea who lives where or where they're from. So the, I guess the, the short answer to your question, Dan, is there's no increase in, in our residents or you know, even really, even Delaware County residents, I'd have to look at my, mm-hmm. I'd have to look a little deeper, uh, but it, that that remains pretty steady as as far as I can tell. But uh, this spike, uh, just uh, what I, it's our thefts since just since last month were up 14 percent. Now that's not necessarily uncommon. You know, we have the ebbs and flows. Uh, but through October of last year, uh, of, through October of this year, compared to last year, we're up 54% in thefts. Wow. So, yeah, that's it's significant. And, you know, the stories are generally the same. You know, you have to qualify it, you know, you don't, so people don't get angry, but I, I don't, I'm, I'm past that. Uh, you know that it's it's generally generally the case people from Philadelphia. Another story, if you would permit me, from sure. our officers on the street. Uh, this is this was in October. A Burlington Coat Factory had contacted us to they wanted to do a blitz. They were getting hit hard uh, with thefts. You know, over the previous month or so. And, you know, we worked with them. Our guys that were working were, were hustling. I think they, they might have done, in about three days, they did about, I, I think, five or six arrests. Uh, and most, if not all of them, were essentially homeless um, homeless junkies from the Kensington area because our officers would ask them, why, why out here? Why are you coming out here? And they said, this is... Not from them, but the officer or me. This is from the, the the thieves and the junkies themselves. They're saying everything in Philadelphia is locked down, so the word on the street is we got to get out here because it's easier to steal. And do they get there by scepter? You don't know. I mean, does Marple have a um, scepter? 
We do. Oh, yeah. yeah. We have SEPTA lines. Uh, it's a combination of SEPTA, but also they will get, you know, these junkies will get paid a small amount of cash or a small amount of drugs by someone who will drive them out uh, here, dump them off, tell them, yep. you know, go scoop handfuls of stuff and meet me in the parking lot. So if, you know, the the, uh, the, the, the junkie gets caught, the guy driving there, nobody knows any names, and they, they, they truly don't. I, I believe that. Wow. You know, they don't go through formal introductions. Yeah. Uh, they just say, I'll give you, you know, a, a, a bag of dope or 20 bucks if you go do this. And then if the homeless guy or girl get caught, no skin off their back, they're, they're out, the, out of the way. Boy, Chief, uh, I'm so glad this negative and what you did about it brought you to us. And if there's anything we can do to support the police in Marple, we say that with Abington, Ben Salem across the board, though, you're on our radar. And uh, we encourage you, please uh, come back on and keep on doing what you're doing, uh, because I I think it's widely supported. Well, it is by the community, and that's what matters to me and to us. But we we can't do – we're just spinning our wheels if we don't have a supportive district attorney's office. And Jack Stolzheimer and his staff and prosecutors are – are top-notch, in, in my humble opinion. You know, they, they, they support us. They support the communities vis-a-vis, support mm-hmm. the law enforcement, um, and prosecute aggressively. Well, good to hear that. Uh, my uh, name is Jack Stolson, <laughs> not Larry <Okay>. Krasner. <laughs> That's from a previous conversation <laughs> with Jack. Larry Krasner, I can tell well, you that, that. That is good news. I'm glad somebody in law enforcement verifies that. Chief, thank you. Please, uh, you have Dan's uh, contact. Anytime you'd like to come on, we want to hear from you. I appreciate your time. Thank you. I will. Thank you. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD.